Hey everyone, welcome to this special edition on the Color Authority podcast. And this is Judith. I just got back from my holidays. I know most of you are still somewhere enjoying your sun, your relaxation, your friends and family. But I just wanted to share with you a, let's say, summarized episode on what most of my guests thought color was over these past three seasons. The idea actually was born from an email that I was sent by a very dear friend out of United States, Texas, who just keeps on listening as well to the podcast. And she says, that question that you ask to all of your guests, what is color, is so fascinating. And it really captures how complex color is. And maybe you can do a mood board on that, or maybe you can do something with that. And it took me a while to just, you know, on holiday, I was probably sipping a cool glass of wine and just this morning it just hit me and I just said I'm sure if you you guys sometimes have that as well I was like no I need to do something special with this so what you're going to be listening to in just a few seconds is uh, let's say summarized episode indeed of most of my guests and what they think color is it shows how intriguing the topic is and it shows how this podcast will never really have an end because there's so many people I still want to interview. There's so many things that we still want and need to discover about color. So this is what I wanted to share with all of you on the topic of color on this special day here in August. I hope you will enjoy. Leatrice Eisman. What is color to me? I can't imagine my life without being as involved with color as I've been. But, uh, you know, your first answer, your knee-jerk reaction is it's everything. <laughs> but of course, it can't be everything in your life. But it certainly has been an enhancement uh, that started very early in my life, in my childhood. And I cannot imagine my life without being involved in some way with working with color, enjoying color, using color, being absorbed with color. Uh, it's that important to me. Stefan Ittenborn. Well, uh, I mean, it was kind of interesting as we got to meet the first time because you were referring to, to the K color, which is still very grayish. Anyhow, uh, you know, I, I need to uh, enhance the fact that I love color. So the more colors you, you at, at times, the more, you know, it's a, it's a matter of feelings and, and not at least the opportunity to surprise and to bring some joy. On the other hand, I kind of like the monochromic, dullish, kind of pragmatic and, and I'd say uh, bold colors or, or hazy colors and so forth. But again, color is, is very important to me. Julia Hamilton. Color is, is like a, a constant companion for me because I have a form of synesthesia called graphene synesthesia, which it's numbers and letters having color. So it's hard to imagine not having numbers or letters in your head it's like right now I'm talking so I have I have you know letters words you know so between language and and numbers I'm always having flashes of color in my head Carl Johan Bettersen what is color to me I yeah I saw I saw the question I and I haven't really found a good answer to that but to be honest color to me is one of the most important things that exist. And, and the more, I think the more I work with color, the more I understand and realize that the connection to color from the more moment we were born 
the connection to color has been fundamental in the creation of who we are and you know and and the way we interact with each other and everything so i mean i usually say when i when i give speeches and everything that color is one of the most important things that exist in our surroundings or in our lives because it means so much patricia fetti hey color for me is life and i believe everything that is related to life the joy of life the joy of living the hope passion the love I believe is a mix of emotions in a positive way. And I really cannot imagine my life without color. Carmel Levitan. Well, that's a really hard question. I'm going to pretend this is my class for a minute because I teach college students and I'd say it's a lot of different things. So there's the physical aspect of color. So it's light, it has certain wavelengths in it and the different mixture of wavelengths is what we perceive as color, but that's kind of the boring part. What's interesting to me is the perceptual properties. So what your eye and your brain do with color and those are connected to the physical properties but they're not exactly the same it's kind of what we make the interpretation of both the physical input that comes into your eye but also your expectations can change what something looks like your assumptions about the lighting or the situation so i think to like that famous optical illusion from a few years ago of the dress mm-hmm. where people could look at the same image and disagree over what color the dress was to me that's the fascinating part because it tells me that Color isn't really just what's physically in the image. We all had equivalent images. I could show that image in class and we could literally be looking at the exact same image. Right. But instead, it's about the story that our brains tell ourselves about what we think the color means. Mark Woodman. Um it, it seems gosh, I just think color is life. At least it is for me. I couldn't imagine a moment without it. without looking out the window and seeing what color the flowers are going to be at a particular time in the garden or opening up the closet and thinking like oh I think we'll put that shirt on today or heaven forbid choose from a color of sock <laughs> to go with the shirt but I I just find that it's so all encompassing all day long it's you know and resides in language you know I use it to describe moods and foods and all kinds of things it just yeah it's just without even realizing I think it's just life and not lechner I, the first thing that comes to mind to me is mystery. I'm just this is the, the very first thing. It's 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 mystery. It's mystery because I don't know what the world looks like if it's only black and white. So uh, what's the added dimension now that you know color brings? Dominic Eisend. Color is is everything, right? I mean, color really makes our our daily experience that we're seeing, that we're interacting, and that we. um experience architecture with color really makes it happen right and it's not only color it's it's the texture is is the flop of it you know already diving into this topic and 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 um how it all looks looks out together so i, I look at color not not only as color as as a separate part i, I always look at it as as a product kind of like gustavo castillo i think color is it's a way to change things completely absolutely make it radical make it simple sometimes but it's an opportunity to change things absolutely patty carpenter well i loved when you sent some of the questions over and i just read that i thought my gosh that's such a basic and beautiful question and as i started uh, sort of talking to myself about what is that uh, for me it's a language through which i feel i I have a dialogue with the world. I think in color, I dream in color. Color makes me salivate, so I know that it's a very intrinsic thing to me. And what I kind of landed on is at the end of the day, color is life. Olga Khanono. 
color to me is energy. It represents everything to me. It's that thing that connects me to a thing, an object, an art piece, a person, a place. It's also a memory. Montaja Hidefi. I think the correct question to ask would be something like, what or who is Montaja without color in the universe? <laughs> <laughs> to me, color is everything in my life. Without color, I think in general life would be so dull and so boring. Color lifts me usually from the ground up every morning. When I open my eyes, the first thing I see is color. And you know, Judith, that I speak many languages, but the language of color is totally different. And I find that is more a universal language that everybody can understand, but yet is so challenging to learn and to master because not everybody is in tune to color. Sarah Forsmark. Color is everything. I mean, color is so big. It's so many different ways we can use color, right? And it's also very, very complex. And I think it's, uh, for me, it's about beauty. I said from a pro professional point of view, it's, a, it's kind of a currency. I, I like to call it a currency. I think it's like color can make you happy, it can make you sad. And of course, it can have such a different influence depending on how you use color. And I think that's the, the beautiful thing with color. It has such a, it's kind of mysterious in one sense, because in one sense, we think we understand it. In one sense, we don't. Ramon Morato. But I think color is a form of communication. The same thing happens with my work. Through our creations, we are communicating something to our clients. And the through is that I am not very aware of, but a while ago in Milan, you opened my eyes to discover that there's a world war behind color, a world from which chefs should really learn more. Forma fantasma. Wow, that's already a difficult question in a way. But I think for us, color is a very important element of design and uh, that has been for a very long time dis disregarded as something uh, superficial and uh, we absolutely do not believe in, uh, in that. So it's difficult to give a unified response to this because color can be very different things. You can use color as a way of uh, signaling something, uh, you can use it as a coding, you can use it Uh, as to evoke an, an emotion, as a way of defining a form. So there's, there's very different ways of, of defining color. I think for us, what is interesting about color is that it is the intuitive side of design. Marianne Schillingford. Color is, I mean, it's, I'm sure everybody says color is everything, but color, color, I realized how important color was when I was very young. My dad um, grew up on a, we grew up on a rose nursery. My dad bred roses for their the color and their perfume and he used to create a color catalog of all of his roses and at the time every year what he used to do this he used to be completely absorbed by matching color to petals and making sure that it looked right in print and so that, that's sort of the importance of getting an experience of color of communicating color to customers Um, and helping them unlock the potential of that in their gardens and, and, and you know, on their walls. I, I got that from a very early age. When I see a colour because of my dad, I smell it. My mum made wine. She made wine out of rose petals. And it was all about the colour of the rosé. And, oh, and I can taste it. And so when people, when we're naming colours or we're describing colours, it's about the way the colour makes you feel. 
and not just how it makes how it looks as beautiful, but it's how it makes you feel. And there's a whole sensory thing. Thelma van der Werf. Well, color to me is a language. It's a hidden language or a secret language. And as soon as you understand and speak that language, you can get a lot of insight, not only in yourself, but also in other people. So, yes, I really see color as a language. Pavo Wong. Hi, for me, color is life. As it is, uh, I think color brings accents and all the sense to this life. Without color, I think I will be depressed. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know if it's because I'm Mexican. I don't know if it's because of my culture. I don't know. But I just need color in my life. So if I don't see color around, it's like depressing. <laughs> so for me, color is life. And also, as you can, as you know, color is also a, a game of contrasts. So such is life. Life is a game of contrast all the time. And I think also is, is poetry because you can express, you can story. I mean, you can communicate so many stuff uh, through colors that for me is everything. Bono Pizzalis. Strictly regarding to the crypto art scene, I could refer to color as a soundtrack of this new art movement. Normally a movement that is decentralized and therefore it doesn't have, let's say, that many typical shared cultural aspects. But the color palette, at least for the OG artists from the first wave, has been a significant shared aspect among the artistic artists. Pete Heineck. Uh, for, <laughs> that's funny. For me, it's a tool. Because uh, or a tool, it's one of the most important ingredients of my profession. And uh, then specifically when it's about interior design. Uh, when I do, uh, when I design products, it's mostly that I try to choose materials and textures and colors as close to the design as possible so that it feels very natural. And with the interiors, I try really, to, uh, it's more like uh, conceptual and more more uh, a way to to even change the whole feeling of, uh, mm -hmm. of the space. You know, I, I looked at that question and as I reflected on it, I thought the only answer I could give is color is everything. Color is life. Color is what excites me. Color is what draws me to an image. Color is how I communicate how I'm feeling in my images. Color is a mood. Color is, it's everything. <laughs> David Shaw. But actually, I came to colour quite late, as you know, sort of my career. I, I never intended to get into colour or fashion at all. And suddenly I discovered something I knew nothing about at all, really, really came from it from nowhere. But I found it absolutely fascinating because it really appealed to me. And I'm very much in, I like business a lot. I love reading The Economist. And I think business is really important to understanding what's happening in, in trends. And I love creativity. I, you know, I always wanted to be a painter until I realized I'd, I'd be better buying paintings than making paintings. But it appealed to me. Textiles appeals to me. Also, the people who work in textiles and color are, are highly creative people, unlike fashion. They are truly believing in what they're doing and really investing their time and belief in it. And, and it, it, it actually, I, I fell in love with the whole subject. And finally, Leslie Harrington. For me, actually, I think it's become a way of life. <laughs> and so I guess for me, it's just it's part of life. I hope you enjoyed this very short episode on what is color. And I think one of the main takeaways is, is that, yes, color is life. It certainly is, is my life, as you can hear from the podcast and how much I have been enjoying doing this, interviewing these wonderful people. 
This was just a short summer edition. We will be back on September 6th with the next episode with Sashi Khan. So I wish you a wonderful rest of your holidays and see you back in September.